Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses. So any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks and enjoy the show. The Shooting Match at Nottingham Town Part 3 As for myself, I will shoot for this same golden arrow, and should I win it, we will hang it to the branches of our good green wood tree for the joy of all the band. How like you the plan, my merry men all? Then good, good, cried all the band right heartily. A fair sight was Nottingham Town on the day of the shooting match. All along the green meadow beneath the town wall stretched a row of benches, one above the other, which were for knight and lady, squire and dame, and rich burghers and their wives, for none but those of rank and quality were to sit there. At the end of the range, near the target, was a raised seat bedecked with ribbons and scarves and garlands of flowers, for the sheriff of Nottingham and his dame. The range was two score paces broad. At one end stood the target, at the other a tent of striped canvas, from the pole of which fluttered many-colored flags and streamers. In this booth were casks of ale, free to be broached by any of the archers who might wish to quench their thirst. Across the range from where the seats for the better folk were raised was a railing to keep the poorer people from crowding in front of the target. Already, while it was early, the benches were beginning to fill with people of quality, who kept constantly arriving in little carts or upon palfreys who curveted gaily to the merry tinkle of silver bells at bridle reins. With these came also the poorer folk, who sat or lay upon the green grass near the railing that kept them from off the range. In the great tent the archers were gathering by twos and threes, some talking loudly of the fair shots each man made in his day, some looking well to their bows, drawing a string betwixt the fingers to see that there was no fray upon it, or inspecting arrows, shutting one eye and peering down a shaft to see that it was not warped, but straight and true, for neither bow nor shaft should fail at such a time for such a prize. And never was such a company of yeomen as were gathered at Nottingham Town that day, for the very best archers of merry England had come to this shooting match. There was Gill o' the Red Cap, the sheriff's own head archer, the deacon Crickshank of Lincoln Town, and Adam O'Dell, a man of Tamworth of threescore years and more, yet hale and lusty still, who in his time had shot in the famous match at Woodstock, and had there beaten that renowned archer Clem of the Claw, and many more famous men of the Longbow were there, whose names have been handed down to us in goodly ballads of the olden time. But now all the benches were filled with guests, lord and lady, burgher and dame, when at last the sheriff himself came with his lady, he riding with stately mane upon his milk-white horse, and she upon her brown filly. 
Upon his head he wore a purple velvet cap, and purple velvet was his robe, all trimmed about with rich ermine. His jerkin and hose were of sea-green silk, and his shoes of black velvet, the pointed toes fastened to his garters with golden chains. A golden chain hung about his neck, and at his collar was a great carbuncle set in red gold. His lady was dressed in blue velvet, all trimmed with swans down. So they made a gallant sight as they rode along side by side, and all the people shouted from where they crowded across the space from the gentle folk. So the sheriff and his lady came to their place, where men-at-arms with hauberk and spears stood about waiting for them. Then, when the sheriff and his dame had sat down, he bade his herald wind upon his silver horn, who thereupon sounded three blasts that came echoing cheerily back from the gray walls of Nottingham. Then the archers stepped forth to their places, while all the folks shouted with a mighty voice, each man calling upon his favorite yeoman. Red cap, cried some. Crickshank, cried others. Hey for the William O'Leslie, shouted others yet again, while ladies waved silken scarves to urge each yeoman to do his best. Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends and family. Feel free to fact check us and offer suggestions to make our show better for you. You can also send us an email at lostinrevisionpodcast at gmail.com. There's a lot more waiting for us all at the end of the road.